Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. going on much how are you sir yeah same stuff different day you are stuck with just me today hannah is on vacation must be nice in idaho oh mm, not that nice no no but she's <laughs> from idaho and yeah she probably yeah. enjoys it there yeah <laughs> This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, presented by Whelan, also brought to you by Hercules Tires. Now, with the latest NASCAR local, regional, touring, and international racing news and views, here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. It is hard to believe we are already into the month of September as summer comes to an end here in 2020. Hello and welcome to NASCAR Coast to Coast. For this first week of September, I'm Kyle Rickey. I'm solo here this week as Hannah Newhouse is spending some time with the family. So uh, we're going to give Hannah a, uh, a week off before things start to get really busy here as we head into the fall season and start to begin to crown our champions in NASCAR's regional series and in the ARCA Menards East and West series, along with their national series as well. It was a busy weekend. I was at the Gateway Worldwide Technology Raceway in Gateway, just outside of St. Louis, Missouri, in Madison, Illinois, over the weekend. And uh, we hope you were able to listen to the ARCA race here on the Motor Racing Network, the Dutch Boy 150. That was just flat out dominated once again by Ty Gibbs. He seems pretty much unbeatable this year whenever he shows up to the racetrack, leading all but nine of the laps on Saturday afternoon at the Worldwide Technology Raceway, holding off Chandler Smith to pick up the win. Sam Mayer, who was uh, fresh off of a East Series win the prior week at Dover International Speedway, the current point leader there, finished in the third spot. Max McLaughlin fourth, and Jesse Love, who was fresh off a win at Colorado National Speedway in the West Series, rounded out the top five. Brett Holmes, running for a championship, did gain some ground this week by finishing in the sixth spot. Drew Dollar, Taylor Gray, Haley Deegan, and Chase Cabry rounded out the top 10 finishers. The championship leader, Michael Self, had a late race incident off of turn number two, tagged the inside wall, finishing 15th, and that allowed Brett Holmes to close now within seven points in that battle for this year's championship. Drew Dollar, who did have a good run, is still a distant back in third, 49 points out of the lead, and Haley Deegan, still fourth in points, 51 outside of the top spot. Saturday's race was also a Sioux Chief Showdown event, uh, race number seven of 10 for that series within a series, allowing some of the younger kids to run for a championship. Uh, a lot of the drivers that participate in this series, not old enough yet to run at tracks like Daytona and Talladega. Chandler Smith is the championship leader there by two points over Sam Mayer. Ty Gibbs with the win, closes to within four points in third. And Michael Self, who was leading going in, lost a bunch of points. He is now fourth in the Sioux Chief Showdown Championship standings. That series, along with the Arkham Menard series, continues this weekend. September 5th, Lebanon I-44 Raceway 
in Lebanon, Missouri, the first time the ARCA series will race there. However, they, uh, the East, check that, the West series raced there in 2013, and Michael Self picked up the win. So Michael already the early favorite heading into that event. The ARCA series, not the only division in action this past weekend, though. The NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour back at the Monadnock Speedway for the first time in a number of years for the Advanced Gas Distributors 200 Wade Cole Memorial event. And Justin Bonsignor led the final 25 laps to claim his third win of the 2020 season, holding off Ronnie Silk, who led 114 laps of the event. Doug Covey, Anthony Nosella, and Ronnie Williams rounded out the top five. Bonsignor looking for his second championship as a 16-point lead over Doug Kobe and a 30-point lead over Craig Lutz. Little time for the NASCAR Wheel and Modify Tour teams to breathe as they are back in action this Wednesday night, September 2nd, at the Thompson Speedway Motorsports Park. The Actually, the, the first track that they were originally scheduled to run at when the season started because Jennerstown, White Mountain, and Monadnock were not on the original modified schedule. So it'll be somewhat uh, a little bit of normalcy um, for the modifieds at Thompson. Justin Bonsignor, by the way, will join us here in just a couple of moments here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Wrapping up, though, this past weekend, a big late model event down at the New Smyrna Speedway in Florida to kick off the race week down there before everybody moved over to the Super Speedway on Friday and Saturday night, the Clyde Hart Memorial was uh, it was the main event. Steve Nassie picked up the race win over track regular Brad May, uh, Jeff Noland, Bobby Good, and Mike Atwell rounded out the top five. Cup Series regular Kyle Busch was in the event, and one would think that uh, he would have dominated and led all the laps en route to the win, but it is 2020. As Kyle will tell you, he finished in the eighth spot on Thursday night of last week at the New Smyrna Speedway for the Clyde Hart Memorial. So uh, one of the big uh, weekly races that was held last weekend. Coming up, we get to a visit with Justin Bonsignor, the race winner this past weekend at Monadnock, looking for another win this week at Thompson. And we'll ask him, is he ever going to get that win at the Stafford Motor Speedway in a couple of weeks uh, for their running of the fall final? He'll join us after the break. Wheelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. Citywide to countryside. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. 
Go to HerculesTire.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast. Brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. Back here on NASCAR Coast to Coast on the Motor Racing Network, the NASCAR Wheel and Modify Tour ran their fifth event of the 2020 season this past Saturday night at the Monadnock Speedway and picking up, I believe, what, win number three of the season already, Justin Bonsignor. And Justin, first off, uh, congratulations on, on that third checkered flag of the season already. And I say already, we're already in the September. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, definitely pretty crazy, but yeah, appreciate that. Uh, yeah, third win of the year. Uh, just uh, Ryan Stone and, and the whole team have been bringing great cars all year, and um, you know it's nice to to have some success after everything we've uh, dealt with uh, with the COVID, and uh, just shows that hard work and preparation always pays off. Talk about the race uh, there, uh, mainly at the end. You took the lead with just 25 laps to go, which is not a lot of time around that quarter mile bull ring past Ron Silk and. I guess never really looked back. Yeah, you know, it was, uh, we had a real good day. Unloaded pretty well. Missed it a little bit in practice for a good, good uh, mock run. Qualified second. Thought we uh, thought we could have a shot at the pole. Just overdrove it just a touch. I and mean, Manamax become such a uh, sensitive uh, corner getting into turn three. Just just missed it a touch. And uh, we talked about it afterwards. We think it might have been a blessing to kind of qualify second and then get shuffled to third real quick because it let those two guys get out and they raced each other real hard. And if I was on the pole or or if I was leading the race, they probably would have been the ones pushing me to run faster of a pace than I really wanted to. And the, those quarter-mile races are tough, especially on a place like Manadnock. The pavement's so old, so worn out. You have to save, save, save. And um, I just knew riding third, I'd be in a good spot for any restarts and uh, just did what I could to save tires. And I saw how hard Ron was pushing John, and then he got to got past him. And then after that, it's okay. I know how good Ron's car is, so we made – I'll push to get to second, and then, uh, you know, unfortunately, there was just a rash of cautions there, you know, every five or six laps, and I, I could tell my car was better than Ronnie's, but he was doing such a good job on the starts, and his car was better than mine for four or five laps, but once we got settled in, I get into a rhythm, I could start pressuring him, and then a caution come out, and then finally, we had that long run, and uh, showed a nose on him, and um, got into three, nice, clean, hard racing between the two of us, it was a lot of fun, and he put a really good crossover move on me, um, but I was fortunate enough to get right back right back next to him again a lap or two later, and I just made sure to kind of not break check, but just, you know, hold the bottom a little better off of two so he couldn't pull that move. And from there, our car obviously was, was considerably better, had a little more tire left, and was able to drive away. And fortunately, you know, you don't get that late race, late race caution to have to deal with any green-white checkers or anything and kind of smooth sound and just manage the lap traffic. It was fun to watch on Track Pass on NBC Sports Gold, and you can watch all the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour races on that platform. It was hard for me to believe in, in researching that Modifieds hadn't been there in four years. I felt like we had just had that caution-free event there uh, a year or two ago. <laughs> but the schedule, the way it's come together um, for the Modifieds, when they announced this event just a couple of weeks ago, was it a welcome addition for you as a, as a former winner there? Yeah, for sure. I was so bummed years ago when we lost this off the schedule. And, uh, you know, obviously with everything going on this year, they've been just pulling, uh, you know, rabbits out of the hats with, uh, with, with the schedule. And Jimmy Wilson and everybody at NASCAR has been doing a really good job uh, trying to get us anywhere that, you know, the governments are allowing us to race. And 
Uh, we've been fortunate enough to get five races so far. So, um, you know, I, I said in victory lane the other day, it's, if anything positive is coming out of COVID, we're definitely getting to some new tracks um, or back to some tracks. So hopefully that's a sign for the future that, you know, it worked out well that they can afford our purses and, and make it worthwhile for us and the, and the racetracks and everybody to make money. So um, I love racing there. Um, been watching the tri-track races and, and all the MRS races for the last bunch of years. And um, it definitely changed, I feel, a little bit in the last couple of years. So it was a little bit of a learning curve. But, uh, you know, our our guys worked hard and we, we fought hard during practice to get the car where we wanted. And um, I, I really do hope that we can keep this on the schedule for plenty of years to come because it's just a, it's a nice part of the country to go visit. Uh, the race fans are definitely die hard up in that area. And it's just a great racetrack that puts on good race. And it's, it's a, it's a tight boring, but at the same time you can kind of race two by two and it kind of gets, you know, some long green flag runs. Absolutely. Uh, great racetrack uh, and would be great to see on the schedule as a scheduled event uh, going forward. Last, the, uh, last week's race was the advanced gas distributors, 150. Wade Cole Memorial, uh, what did it mean for you to win that event, a, a race that was paced by Wade's car? Uh, who we lost earlier this year, a longtime competitor on the series. And what did he mean to the series, uh, you know, from your, from your standpoint? Yeah, it was, it's definitely really uh, a tough deal that we lost Wade this past offseason. Uh, you know, they did his – did run a race at Jennerstown as the opener in his, in his name as well. So to win both of these races now is pretty special. Um, it was great this past weekend. They had his car there pacing the field. A lot of his family, friends, crew members, uh, just a ton of people there with their red shirts on supporting Wade. And uh, they did some fundraisers for some different things for the to give out money to the field. So that was great to see, um, you know, it's uh, – Wade was not the guy that won a lot. Uh, he, he definitely was just – you know, there to participate. He loved everything about it. Um, and I have said this a bunch of times now, anytime, no matter if Wade's car was wrecked or whatever happened to him, if you won or if you had a good day, he came up to you with a smile, shook your hand, and he was usually carrying two tires on his shoulders yeah. as somebody's throwaways he was taking to go run at the next race. So uh, just, um, you know, he was a legend in our sport in different ways than most, and his dedication and, and and just drive to be at every race, you know, with that ramp truck, is just a legendary, legendary thing in our series. You know, you have the Bowler 3, you have the Garbarino 4, and then you have Wade and his ramp truck. And it's, uh, it's something that we'll always remember. Fans loved watching him drive it up on there right after the races. And uh, he's just, uh, he, was, he was dedicated to our series. And it's, um, it's awesome. You know, he was racing longer than I've been alive. So it's, uh, it's really cool uh, that we were able to honor him and, uh, he's definitely going to be missed for sure, but, um, you know, he's definitely looking down, and I think he, he likes what he sees. True independent on the NASCAR modified sure. tour since, what, the mid-1980s, I believe. He, he made his debut on that platform and was racing prior to that. Three wins in five races. We discussed that a moment ago. The other two races were fifth-place finishes. Uh, what's clicking thus far this season for you guys? I mean, it's really just a carryover from last year. We stumbled a little bit out of the gate last year, and, uh, you know, that bit us. But we, we buckled down after, you know, probably the five, fifth or sixth race last year, got our got everybody refocused, myself included. And um, our cars have been fast since Ryan Stone joined the team in 2018. So it's, uh, it's just putting the whole race together. And obviously sometimes luck doesn't go your way. You're not going to win every race. But uh, Ryan and, and the pit crew and everybody on our team, our sponsors, Ken Mass, everybody just is fully into this deal um, and – we just have so much commitment from everybody that it just helps. And when you unload with fast race cars like Ryan brings, it makes the day a little bit easier too. You know, we can fine tune. We're working on, you know, how we think the car should be on at race time, late in a run, 
it's just little things like that that just make the day easier. Um, and we've just been putting ourselves in the right position. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, we had two fifths as well, which are good finishes. But we honestly threw the Jennerstown race away. We had a little bit of an issue on a pit stop and um, can't really get into that. But uh, we we learned from that and we're going to get better. So uh, our guards, our cars have just been unbelievable. Um, and hopefully, you know, whatever, how many races are going to be this year, hopefully we have a shot at each and every one of them. And, um, you know, that's all you can ask for as a race car driver. And as this show airs on Wednesday, you'll be on the racetrack, or at least at the racetrack at the Thompson Speedway Motorsports Park, a track that was originally scheduled to be on on the 2020 schedule for the Modifieds and has been every year since 1985. Thoughts about getting back to a track that you have found a lot of success at the last few years with some momentum on your side now? Yeah, for sure. You know, uh, to come off of a win only two or three days ago, it, it definitely just gets you amped up to go back to the racetrack. You know, we've been cooped up almost all year. And then when we did race, we had a month off. And now we've raced, this will be three times in, I think, uh, 17 days or something like that. So, or maybe less. Um, so it's going to be, I think it's 12 days, actually. So it's going to be nice to get back to the racetrack. It's hands down our best statistical racetrack, especially since Ryan's joined the team. We've, we've won seven out of eight there over the last two years. So, um, we're hoping to just keep that streak going up there at Thompson. And, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be tough. A lot of guys are really fast each week, but, um, you know, if we can put a full race together, have a good pit stop and just be in position after that. Um, I don't see why we wouldn't have a shot to contend for it at least. And, you know, if we can't win, just try and get the best finish we can and, and build on for the rest of the year. Other than a few more races at Thompson, which you say you, you've obviously run well at seven out of eight in the last two years, Stafford's coming up, New Hampshire, Riverhead, and, and another event at Thompson. Is there anything on the schedule that you wish could be added? And, and, you know, we get that you can't run every event that we were hoping to run because of protocols in each state. But, you know, if, if you were in charge, you know, where would you like to go? Uh, that's a good question. Um, you know, I would love to, you know, if they could have added Richmond or Martinsville back, obviously, you know, Richmond's a long shot that everybody dreams for each year. Martinsville would have been on the schedule. Um, those, those big ones, the companion events and those, those uh, prestigious events for our series are, are tough to lose. Um, but I really, I, I give NASCAR and especially Jimmy Wilson a lot of credit for what he's been able to pull off. It looks like we're going to get hopefully nine, anywhere between nine and 11 races. I think they're still working on getting more if possible. It's just really not in their court right now. So, um, it's tough, but, uh, you know, I think they've, they've gotten us some, to some new tracks, which is, which is pretty cool. And, uh, we're getting back to our, our bread and butter tracks of the series that you, you have to go to every year, no matter what the circumstances are, Thompson, Stafford, New Hampshire. So those are, you know, if you can win at any of them events, those are huge events. And, uh, it's just crazy to think we haven't been there in almost a year to Tom, to any of these facilities. So, uh, it's going to be really cool to roll back in there tomorrow, well, tonight to Thompson as this airs. So um, we're excited and uh, just hoping to finish out strong and, um, you know, just win as many as we can. That's all you can do this year. You mentioned Stafford coming up in a couple of weeks for uh, their fall final, their only event of the year on September 26th. I have to ask you, can you become the 657th different winner at the Stafford Motor Speedway in a couple of weeks? I'm about tired of hearing uh, the tweets from the Roots and Doug Kobe and all them about each uh, each new winner, which is cool that they get and they have so many new winners each week. Um, it's well documented that uh, that I've never won there. So with everything, I've, I've said this a couple of times now, with everything going on in 2020, why wouldn't I win Stafford? I mean, the craziest stuff in the world's happening. Me winning Stafford sounds like it should be right on par for 2020. So we're going to go in there and 
you know, we've been close there. Last year, I felt we could have won. We had a shot to win all three, and uh, we're getting a lot better there, putting putting full races together. So we're 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 hoping we can pull one out there. If we can't win anywhere else, I would love to win there this year for sure. Absolutely. Well, we look forward to seeing you at Stafford in a couple of weeks and, and Thompson here in a couple of hours for tonight's uh, Thompson 150. Congratulations on the win at Manhattan and we'll see you down the road. Thank you, guys. Pleasure to be on as always. Justin Bonson, you're joining us here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. We'll be back to wrap things up and preview another busy weekend ahead around the NASCAR world. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Citywide to countryside. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTire.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Wheeland and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. Back here on NASCAR Coast to Coast, wrapping up another edition before all the action tonight at the Thompson Speedway Motorsports Park. I want to thank Justin for joining us as he uh, looks for his fourth win of the season later on this evening in a quest for his second modified championship. There was more racing this past weekend, however. Uh, we touched on the Modifieds and the ARCA stuff at the start of the program. Uh, the NASCAR Pinty Series, busy up in Canada for their second of three doubleheader weekends that NASCAR and the folks at Pinty's have been able to put together. They ran at the Flamborough Speedway in Millgrove, Ontario. In race number one, the Pinty's 125, it was Jason Hathaway starting out front and leading all 125 laps en route to the win defeating uh, Kevin Lacroix at the finish by just under a second. Brett Taylor was third, Alex Tagliani fourth, and DJ Kennington rounded out the top five. After about a 90-minute or so break, they were back at it with the Party Casino 125. Kevin Lacroix started on the pole and led all 125 laps en route to the win over Jason Hathaway, J.R. Fitzpatrick, DJ Kennington, and L.P. Dumoulin. The points after four of six events, they're tight, but there's only been four races at two racetracks thus far this season. Jason Hathaway has an eight-point lead over Kevin Lacroix, 17 over DJ Kennington. LP Dumoulin is fourth, 20 points back, and Brett Taylor, fifth, 21 points back. Their next and final weekend uh, of racing is going to be on September 12th, a single day, double races at Jucasa Motor Speedway in Hagersville, Ontario, Canada. So, uh, the NASCAR Pinty season in two weekends, already two-thirds of the way through their season. We mentioned the NASCAR Modified Tour. They are back in action tonight at the Thompson Speedway Motorsports Park. Later this weekend, on Sunday, September 5th, the Cisner Smart Coat 200 from Lebanon I-44 Speedway in Lebanon, Missouri. This is the debut of the Arc of Art Series at this racetrack, as we talked about earlier. Michael Self, one of few, if any other Arc of Art Series drivers that has experience there, 
winning the NASCAR K&N Pro Series West Race there back in 2013. The next ARCA East race will take place on September 12th, just over a week away at the Toledo Speedway. This is the event that uh, was added to the calendar just over a week ago, replacing the race that was going to be scheduled at the New Hampshire Motor Speedway in Loudoun, New Hampshire. Uh, Sam Mayer leads that championship standings after the race at Dover 12 days ago. And the next ARCA West race coming up on October 10th at the All-American Speedway in Roseville, California. Jesse Love, the championship point leader there after he claimed the win at the Colorado National Speedway the last time out. And uh, both Sam and Jesse had great weekends at Gateway. In fact, Sam Mayer looked like he was going to win the NASCAR Gander RV and Outdoor Truck Series race there until the final restart, driving for GMS Racing. Mayer looking for that second East Series championship, but this year it'll be under the ARCA banner. So a lot of great racing going to happen from coast to coast here at short tracks across the country. Go out, support those local short tracks as they uh, head into their fall seasons now, the ones that are opening. Uh, of course, be socially responsible by wearing a mask and keeping your distance. And a new house. We'll be back next week. For our producer, Craig Moore, I'm Kyle Rickey. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of NASCAR Coast to Coast. We'll be back next week to tell you about what happened later tonight the Thompson Speedway Motorsports Park. Have a good week, everybody. You've been listening to NASCAR Coast to Coast, presented by Whelan, also brought to you by Hercules Tires. NASCAR Coast to Coast is a production of the Motor Racing Network, all rights reserved.